Welcome to another edition of Only at the Library. I'm Mike. I'm Sam. And we are back for another exciting episode. This one is going to be about all the fun services that the library provides, whether it's programming, different things that we check out to patrons, all sorts of goodies. All right, Mike. So when you hear library services, what does that what does that mean for you for your job? Well, one of the big things about libraries is always we're always going to be known for books, but we are tons more than that. There are so many services, programs, just things in general that we do to help. But a lot of the services I feel that people don't know about. So one of the big ones I always talk about is museum passes. I did not know that we did museum passes before I started working here. There are so many museums that are local, that even some that are in the city that we have free passes to if you're a Monroe patron and you come in here and you see the desk and they're available, you can check out a museum pass and go and usually there are like four or five different passes in there. So it's not just like you yourself go to the museum, you can take your kids, you can take your family. And that's, that's one of the wonderful services that we provide here at the library that I think people should use more we, I think we have like eight or nine of them. I'd have to look, but I'm not sure. But every year we're adding more. So that's, that's amazing. I did not know that was a thing that libraries offered at all before I started working here. I was not familiar with that. So it's really cool to hear. Especially with the amount of money that things cost these days, to be able to get tickets to a museum is great. All you got to do then is basically pay whatever gas it costs to drive there yeah. or to public transportation. We even have what's called the Empire Pass, which basically gives you free parking at all state parks oh, wow. in New York State. Yeah, so if you need, if you're just going to some state parks and you don't want to pay for parking, just come to the library. If we have it available, you can use it. I highly recommend you you call first though, because our passes, especially during the summer times or the better time of year, they get used up a lot more frequently. Obviously. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sam? What's one of the services that the library provides that you really are passionate about or really think is cool that people may not know as much about? Well, another thing that I didn't really know existed um, before I started working in libraries was uh, interlibrary loan, which basically means that if you come into our library and you're looking for a specific book and we don't have it, you could go on the system and put the book on hold. And if another library has it, they will send it to this library for you to come pick up. Or if you want to pick it up at another library, you can choose your pickup location. But just the fact that when libraries are part of a system, so our library, Monroe Free Library, is part of RCLS, which covers um, like Rockland County, Orange County, this whole area. Sullivan, Ulster, 47 different libraries. Yeah. So this whole area of New York is covered by RCLS, and there's a million different library systems across the country. But if, as long as the book is available at another library in our system, you can get it sent to you. That leads back to what I think is one of the best parts about a library is the access to information, the books available to you, and that just because we might not be able to have the space to have a specific book in a collection here, that doesn't mean that the book is not available to you. So I think that's really amazing. What's cool about it too is it doesn't even take that long. Nine times out of 10, I, I order something. As long as it's not on hold for somebody else, I'll get it within a week. Yeah. So take that, Amazon. Come on now. <laughs> it's it's true. It's amazing. And it's really, like I said, and a lot of people really utilize the system. Like the people who utilize it really utilize it. But for those of people who don't know about it, every time I'm like, oh, well, you can put that book on hold. They're always like, huh, what, what, is, what does that mean? Because they think a book on hold is a book that you know, is here. And I'm like, no, just because we don't have it here doesn't mean that the book's not available to you. So it's really cool being able to educate people on that and letting them know that the the book is available to them, even if they can't see it at that exact moment. 
And through having a system like this, we also allow it that you can return a book that you took out at any library. So if you went to another library and you're like, oh, I'm closer to Monroe today and I have to return my books, you can just bring it right back here, no problem. And then we'll send it right back to them. So it really does help to be part of this consortium of different libraries to allow this. Agreed. And like I said, again, it's like a free, it's a free, even bigger library. Yeah, like you have exactly. this small library of Monroe. Not that we're that small, because we're not. <laughs> but you have a small library, and then all of a sudden now you're opening your doors to bigger libraries, even bigger libraries in our system. We know like Middletown's a bigger building, New City's a bigger building. Now you have access to all of that. All right, Mike. So we talked kind of about like services that library services that already exist, but what are some that we've created ourselves here at this library? Well, something that I'm really passionate about is music. And we have a really nice music collection i know a lot of people say that cds aren't that that valuable anymore but we do see quite a big amount of checkouts on them and something i really wanted to do with it was create a kind of like a mystery box type idea for those who don't know that it's kind of like whatever hobby you might have you can get like a box full of stuff related to it whether it's like a for, for us, it's music. So I was thinking like CDs, books about music, maybe some printouts that I got from the internet for people, all sorts of stuff. So what I did was I created this system. I started with a survey, which you can actually access online, or you can come in a library, grab one. You'll fill out a survey. The questions are similar to like, what kind of genre of music do you like? What artists do you like? What artists do you not like? Just so I can also then get a better idea of the person's likes and dislikes. Usually then I'll call them and kind of you know go through it with them. And from there, I usually provide about 12 different items, two or three of which you actually can keep depending on what it is, whether it's an old book that we've thrown out or something that I found on the internet that might interest you about the artist that you like. And I also, what I like is put a survey in there at the end that they can fill out saying, what did you like? What didn't you like? So next time when they try to do it, I can do it again. I also recently started this with movies as well so that we can do kind of like that. And for that, I want to throw in like popcorn, all sorts of good stuff, whether it's, and I'm also trying to reach out to like certain places to get some, maybe some old memorabilia of sorts. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's cool to see who will help you out when you do it. But then again, another free service that the library is providing, whereas a lot of, if you go online and try to get yourself subscription box of places, it's going to cost you a nice Mm -hmm. little penny. So what about you, Stan? What have you been able to create that's really helped out? So something that I've created here is the Teen Services Lib Guide. It was started by the person who had the position before me, but I've taken it over since then. For those not familiar, a Lib Guide is an online source of information um, by a library about different topics, depending on what it is. There's there's one for pretty much everything you could think of in the library system. Uh, the one I have is about it's for teens, and it's about our collection. I usually put on there what programs are coming up. I always have the first page always has what books are currently on display because I like to do a different display in the YA section. There's a spot for book reviews that anyone can add to, things like that. I think LibGuides in general are something that's really cool that libraries in general offer because they could really give you a lot of information on a lot of different topics. I'm frequently checking the RCLS Youth Services one or the Teen Librarian one all the time for new information or upcoming events and it's just really nice to have a centralized place of information not just for staff for us but something for patrons to also look look at. It's also good if you like a specific topic so I made one for music for example I even provided local links to free music streaming or like MTV, stuff like that. 
LibGuides are such an underused re resource in a lot of libraries. A lot of libraries are also using them for book discussions as yes. well so that they can show you different things about the book. I think it's a really cool resource and a lot of it can be done in-house. We can make them and our library is very open to whatever we want to make a LibGuide about. I think you have a video games one too, yes, don't you? Yes, I have one. I also have one for the Nintendo Switch. It has all of the games that we currently have listed there by category and also has a place where you can request certain games if you want something for the Switch that we don't have. We will most likely order it. That's really cool. Okay, so we talked about library services in general that we offer, but I really think the biggest service that we offer as a library is our programming. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I love doing programming. Most people probably won't say that, but I absolutely love doing programming. There's so many fun programs that we can do for our community and for our own things that we like too, that we get to do programs on. It's a great way to connect with our community in ways that might interest only a few people. Everybody's always like, oh, I want these programs for like 30, 40 people. Sometimes it's nice when you have a small group of people that are interested in the same subject matter and you can just sit there and do a program on it. One of the things I really love is doing trivia programs. I am our, I usually host anything. There's the bingo, there's trivia. If they need a host, they usually get me to do it because I like it. I enjoy doing it. The first trivia I did a couple of years ago was for Halloween. I had four people. Now I'm up to like between 12 and 16 people every time. And it's nice to have a set audience. It's nice to have people that are like, oh, when's the next one? They get excited about it. And again, you go to a bar for trivia, that's going to cost you a ton mm -hmm. of money. You're going to have to go spend money on food. You're going to, or you're going to feel obligated to get something. For here, it's come have some fun with us. Usually it's about 55 questions. I know I give it to Sam every month to yes. do too. Yes, so. I'm usually working when he's doing the trivia, so I can't come. If I wasn't working, I'd come, to be clear. But since I'm usually not, I get the questions, and I kind of play along at my desk while, I'm, while I wait. You know, I always think of a library as should be one of the funnest places you can come into, whether you're a kid or an adult. You know, we want, I want people to say, oh, I want to go to the library today. It's really fun there. So every time I think about, even, even if it's an educational program, we try to make it as fun as possible. Great. There should be that engagement. I mean, nobody should be sitting there listening to something for an hour and not talking or not, like, being engaged in it. The other program that I've really developed based off of what I was talking about before, my music bags, is we do music discussions on certain albums where we'll play an album and we can and people will either just listen or talk about it. I think the idea was I didn't want to do book discussions because, you know, I, I, I take a long time to read books and sometimes my opinions are a little strong. But, you know, <laughs> I thought it might be fun to just get a bunch of people who like the same artist and just listen to it together. And what's cool is we have a really good speaker system here so we can play it and listen to it loudly and hopefully only bother the people at the children's desk. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> but there's so many things, whether it's genealogy, whether it's Museum Village comes and does programs here. Mm -hmm. So it's not just things I do, but like all sorts of stuff for adults. Yeah. So what about you? I mean, you do a ton of programs as well. That's true. Yeah, I do. I mean, I do a ton of weekly programming for teens. It really depends. Crafts, cooking, book club. I do like to do teen book club, which is a little different than regular book club uh, as a, I don't assign a book. Everybody reads what they want to read. Uh, but something that the department does in general, children's in general, is we have two therapy cats that come in, Millie and Max. They come in, mm -hmm. uh, children can read to them or with them, and that's very fun. Kids love that. You get to pet them, and they are the, like, cutest, cuddliest, chillest cats I've ever met in my yeah, entire life. Yeah, it's shocking how chill they are. <laughs> I was like, how are they even going to do this? I mean, my cat's chill, but, like, he will hide from people for days. Yeah, no, my, my cat, my cat's, uh, she's pretty chill, too, but not, not in this extent. This is, like... 
amazing but i'd say i'd say that's one of the coolest things we do turtle dance mr matt he does a virtual show for us every month which is amazing the there are no that. actual turtles in there are no right? turtles okay. he <laughs> there are no turtles but he does that pretty much every month for us on zoom and that's an amazing amazing resource that we offer because a lot of uh, children of all sorts of different needs can enjoy that. And then something I do specifically for the teens, but some other um, age groups have done it also, is that usually once a month I do a Switch Saturday for the, on the Nintendo Switch. I choose a game and the teens come in for a couple hours and they play the game, you know, depending on how many kids, depends on how often we rotate the controllers, but everybody gets a chance to play. And it's really fun, a really fun way to utilize a something that the library offers, part of our collection, which is our Switch games, and it's also a fun way to get the teens in and engaged. Also, don't worry, the teens aren't the only ones who get to have all the fun, because <laughs> I have hosted some game nights. We've had some that were successfully had a lot of people. I did a retro one, because we have downloaded the Switch Retro Pack, so for those of us who grew up on the original Mario stuff, we have it here. If you want to come to one of our video game programs, there always has spots available for that for adults as well. But I think it's cool, too, to see that, you know, we can do the same program for kids, yeah. for teens, and all the way up through adults, and people are still interested. Agreed. So, Agreed. Again, just part of the vast array of services here at the library. <laughs> so for my quick pick this month, I'm going to go back to my childhood, one of my childhood favorites, Green Eggs and Ham by Dr. Seuss. Um, I could still read that today. I find it to be so fun, so cute, but it also has a deeper meaning in my opinion. When I was in college, I had to take a children's literature course, and we had to analyze a bunch of children's books, and one of the books I chose was this, because I always felt the message was, you can't hate something you haven't tried. So that's it kind of is a motto that I've always thought about in my life. Like, don't hate something you haven't tried or try new things because it might yeah. end up being great. You never know. So I still I still relate to Sam I Am and Aww. the other guy. I'm never sure what his name is. But anytime I think of Dr. Seuss, everybody's literally like cat in hand. I'm like, nope, green eggs and ham. Well, something I've realized working in the children's department is that everybody I know has a favorite Dr. Seuss character. It's it's funny. We had a, during, in March, for Dr. Seuss's birthday, we had a display on the door and it had a whole bunch of characters and everyone that came in saw it and every person had a different, oh, that's my favorite. That one's my favorite. So that's fun. Mine is Fox and Socks. I was just going to ask. It was, which it's one's Fox, Fox and Socks. That's a, that's that's, a deep cut right that's, there. That's like the that. best one. I will. I agree. <laughs> so Sam, what do you got this month? Okay, so my quick pick will be Speak Now, Taylor's version. I've been loving all of the Taylor's versions of these old albums that have been coming out. I've been a huge Taylor Swift fan for years, and it's really nice to be able to listen to some of this older music without having that guilty feeling of knowing that she doesn't have ownership over what you're listening to and that she's really not benefiting from it. So it's amazing now that she's been re-releasing these and coming off of the Errors tour and just, it, it just, uh, I recommend Taylor Swift, I guess, in general. So for those of you that don't know, Taylor Swift doesn't really own the rights to any of her first few albums. So she has been re-recording them under uh, Taylor's version. So they all have like in parentheses after the song or after the album, Taylor's version. So Speak Now was one of her early albums that has been re-released now as Speak Now, Taylor's version. I don't often recommend music for my quick pick. I love music, but I just don't think of, you know, albums like that. So but this one's really, really good, and I'm recommending it. That's more my my speed, you know, the album recommendations. Yeah, def so definitely. Mike's the music Don't, don't go here. to Sam at the desk for them. Just come to me, but you can, <laughs> I'll check with her make sure they're good. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Only at the Library. We hope you will tune in again soon. This is MFL signing off. See you soon.